Hello and welcome to another edition of From the Podium, the Arrowhead Pride podcast where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs and I'll provide a little bit of color along the way. My name is Pete Sweeney. I'm the editor-in-chief over at ArrowheadPride.com. I'm actually doing this podcast from the Chiefs media room up in St. Joseph. Training camp is underway. Day two for the rookies, quarterbacks, and some guys returning from injuries. Today we had three interviews. First, you'll get to hear from third round pick Colin Saunders followed by sixth round pick Darwin Thompson and wrapping up with tight end Blake Bell who was in that mix competing for the tight end two position but like I said we'll start with the sixth rounder here's Colin Saunders from the podium. Mr. Saunders we've been waiting to meet you. Do you still do backflips? <laughs> uh, the, the ability's still there but um, I, I haven't done one. I, I can't lie to you. I ain't done one in probably since like the senior bowl because you know, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm earning the job now, so it's a little different. Is it just because the veterans haven't arrived yet, so they can age you? <laughs> Actually, uh, Tyron Matthew, he um, like he jokes obviously but every day when I walk past my meetings, he's like, "Hey, do a backflip!" Like literally, in the in the rooms, I'm like, you know, he's joking obviously, but uh, yeah, no, the, the veterans, they they all joke around. I'm pretty sure he can do one too, so he just gets on me about it. Have you, have you thought about obviously when the veterans come, the quote unquote hazing that you all may have to do, or do you know your alma mater fight song and stuff? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I do know my alma mater fight song, but um, no, I, I, I honestly um, I don't think the hazing is gonna be an issue at all because um, you know, this team is such a tight knit group, and uh, I think when you when you get so, that close to the to the championship game, uh, your focus is getting back there. So nobody really is into that hazing stuff, man. Everybody's trying to work positively and work to get back where we were, past where we were or they were. And so, um, you know, I, I don't even, I haven't even seen any any type of hazing really since I've been here. Possible absence of Chris Jones. Uh, you ready for the opportunity that could present itself? Oh yeah. Um, uh, me and Chris talk a little bit over uh, social media and text, and um, you know, he he helps me a lot even when he's not here. You know, he's he's uh, helped me with my nutrition and diet because you know he he himself is losing a little bit of weight as well. So he told me how to do that and uh, how to be a professional about it. And so you know, he he's a help even when he's not, not here right now. Now it's Colin, right? Yes, ma'am. Even though it's spelled differently. <laughs> yes, okay. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So what do you know now that you didn't know before you were drafted? We talked to you. What do you know now? How are you older and wiser at this point? Oh, well, I mean, there's there's a professional way to do everything. Um, that's that's what I've learned since I've been here. Uh, there There's like, you know, there's a, there's a right way, there's your way, and then there's, you know, the professional way. So I think that... Um, like I said, uh, every the the oldest guy on our team or on our defense, I think, is Tyron, and he's what 27 or 28 or something. So like, you know, that just shows you right there that there, there's a it's a young group, and uh, all of those guys. I mean, he's 27. I'm about to be 23 on August 9th, and you know that's four years apart, and uh, he got that much experience. So he just he was you know telling me um uh, not just him but everybody they just teach me every a lot of things every day as, as far as uh just you know coming in and getting ready to work how you prepare to get ready to work and things of that nature with the veterans not being here it looks like you're getting a lot of one-on-one work and attention especially with brendan daly what's it been like learning from him and what are some of the things that he's telling you um yeah well even when they were here uh you know he he helps i mean he, that's his that's his style you know he's very interactive uh no matter who it is, no matter if it's undrafted, first round, whatever, he he he's gonna take that attention or that time to attention to detail for you, and uh, he details everything for you. Um, you know, regardless of who who's up, he's gonna he wants you to do it right. 
And uh, at the end of the day, that's that's how you a sign of a coach that cares is if he wants everybody to do it right, not just the guys that he potentially will keep. So he's coaching everybody the same, and um, I love it. On social, media, on social media, a lot of you keep harping about being one star two-star guy, do you kind of carry that mentality into camp? And how no much doubt. does that help you to try to make a spot? No doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, that's big to me. Um, you know, obviously coming out of high school, I ended up in Western Illinois, and that's that's a, it was a blessing. I, I love the school, but uh, yeah, it's, that's very um, uh, near and dear to my heart as far as uh, just the recruiting process. And uh, yeah, I, I think I play with that, that type of energy and that type of chip on my shoulder because, um, you know, a lot of people from my position um, aren't lucky enough to be here. And uh, that, and I'll never take that for granted in my life. So uh, you know, I always play with that tenacity and uh, force from from carrying that in the back of my mind. Oh. The Chiefs recently became quote unquote the official team of Missouri, being a St. Louis guy. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Oh, I mean, I love it. <laughs> you know, I, like I said, I was just saying over there, I, I love red, and I, I played at Parkway Central where we were red. So you know, it's fun getting back to wearing red. And um, and uh, yeah, the Chiefs, they're a tremendous team. That's on top of that, you know, it's it's even better when you come into a team. Was a step away from the, from the Super Bowl, so uh, hopefully, like I said, we can get back to that that uh, position and uh, go forward from there. Such a big part of your story is being a father at the Senior Bowl and, and sort of missing that. Just how has it been being, you know, a father? It seems like your social media is something that you really enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I love. I'm, I mean, like every proud dad, I love showing my baby off. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's been fun. It's new, but uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's very comforting. Like when you get done with a hard day of work. You come home and see a beautiful little girl just smiling and happy to see you. She just start like noticing faces and recognizing. So, uh, you know, I can once I get into you know she kind of look at me with that like who is that look, and I get into her range and she smile with all them gums and it's just like it, it melts me up. So uh, yeah, I, I I've been loving it lately. It's it's a it's a it's a tremendous responsibility, but it, it's also a responsibility I think I have been preparing for for a greater part of my life. Knowing the type Chris. of competition that you're going to be facing this fall, how does going up against Patrick every day make you better? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we know what Patrick is. We, you know, we know who he is. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So, um, you know, getting to go against that every day, I mean, that, that like, sets a standard. And so, like, um, you know, when you when you get to uh, not, you know, obviously they're, the quarterbacks in the NFL, they're in the NFL for a reason. So I'm not taking away from anything, from anything they're doing. But, you know, when you go against Pat, it's a little different. So uh, he can he can do almost anything that a quarterback position is uh, allowed to do. And, uh, yeah, when you see that every day, it kind of prepares you for almost anything you can see. Costa had a ton of you depth on the defensive side right now just because the veterans aren't here. How much does that help you to get those extra reps? I mean, there's not, you know, a guy behind you necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it, it helps a lot because, um, you know, I get, to, I get to see the different looks that the offense and then you got a coach like Coach Reed. I mean, we all know Coach Reed offensively is, is amazing. So uh, when you're on the defensive side of the ball, it's a little bit different uh, of a perspective. And, um, yeah, I, I feel like going against Coach, coach Reed's offense every day, especially, like you said, not having too many subs, so I get to see a, di a lot of different looks. Uh, it just goes back to, like, playing against Pat every day. You know, it's one of the best coaches, one of the best quarterbacks, and when you, when you play against those, that duo uh, every day for a lot of snaps, uh, you get to learn a lot, so I've been fortunate for that. You were able you to play in 3-4 in college. Yes, sir. Uh, did that make the transition easier coming out here? Well, I actually played 3-4 uh, and a 4-3 in college, so I'm used to any kind of defense. You know, I pick them up uh, really fairly easily, and, uh, you know, it's been it's been really easy, especially with the coaching the coaching staff out here. They, you know, they ex um, specifically explain exactly what they want you to do, so that's been very helpful. Hi. You mentioned Chris working with you on nutrition and diet. 
kind of where are you right now weight-wise, and where do you want to be? What's your goal compared to where you played in college? Uh, I'm comfortable right now. Um, you know, they obviously give you report weight, and uh, I, I was in within the report weight, but uh, I'm very comfortable. Uh, everybody's happy with with how I came back as far as um, weight wise and in shape wise, and uh, you know, I've, I like I said, that just comes back to all the veterans teaching me how to prepare like a professional and uh, be a professional. So you know, I, I think that, um, like you said, Chris, he, he helped a lot, man. He was that was one of the first people I reached out to, and uh, he just taught me how to how to eat, you know, how to eat, how to sleep, when to stop eating at night, stuff like that. And uh, it, it helps, it helped a lot. Yeah. With, with, with Chris' involvement with you guys, how, how much do you feel like he's involved with everybody here, even though he hasn't sort of practiced with you guys on the field yet? Right? Yeah. Do you feel that there's a misconception that he's, you know, that he's doing more than what people are obviously seeing? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, you know, obviously the, uh, whoever will think what they want to think, um, but it's a team and, uh, you know, we, we all know where his head is and where his heart is. So, uh, you know, it's, it's um, that's just, you know, what he's doing right now. He's he's just working like everybody else. So, uh, you know, you can't just assume that he's not working right now. So, um, he like I said, he's working in his own right, and then he helped me. So that's all you can ask for, from a teammate. And um, he's been a tremendous teammate ever since the night I got drafted. I mean, literally the next day we were talking. So, uh, he yeah, like I said, he's, he's a tremendous teammate, and, um, you know, he's, he's been working himself. Colin, last one. You're listed on the, the roster as 324. You talk about coming in the way you want. So have you lost some weight under this new plan? You don't have to give us an exact, but about 20 pounds, about 10? Yeah, where yeah. Are you? No, I, I've lost weight um, about like 10 to 15, and wow. uh, that's that's where I want to stay at, though. Um, you know, I, I want to stay within that range just because that's where I feel uh, light enough to move well, but then also heavy enough to um, fight 600 pounds Not every play. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. So that was sixth-round defensive tackle rookie Colin Saunders, and I did some math on the weight there. That means Saunders should be around 312 pounds, right around where Chris Jones is listed. His listed weight is 310. So we know that Jones, from all the workout videos and from Saunders' words, could be less weight. I know the AP Lab guys have suggested that Jones probably could be as low as 290 pounds. So you wonder what the Chiefs think about all this. I know they had wanted Jones to be a defensive tackle in the middle, but at that weight, maybe he looks more like an edge. It'll be interesting to see how this all factors in, but I really thought it was awesome, and it just speaks to the character of Chris Jones to help Saunders from afar. Chris Jones is in the business right now. He's trying to get a new contract. That's understandable after finishing third in the league in sacks with 15 and a half but to be helping Saunders from afar a guy that really in the grand scheme of things if Chris Jones and the Chiefs can't work out a deal Saunders will be involved in replacing Jones so to go out of his way to help a young player just speaks to the character of Jones you hope that the Chiefs and Jones could work that out as far as our next press conference we have another drafted rookie for the Chiefs here's running back Darwin Thompson from the podium Um, I got to make up for my size somewhere, and that's the weight room. I mean, every day, day in, day out, I spend time in the weight room knowing that I'm only 5'8". So I got I got to build my base, my core, my strength, and uh, it shows on the field. I mean, my contact balance, it shows up because of the weight room. If I was 6'2", 220, just how much more would that add to me? Uh, but I'm 5'8", and I got to make up for it somewhere. How much muscle have you gained even since being drafted? Where, where is your body kind of in um, muscle, I've gained a lot more muscle. I'm actually 190 right now. 
in college, I played around like 200, 205. I'm 190 right now, and I move a lot faster. And I'm more flexible. I can do a lot more things. I feel comfortable at 190, but I feel a lot quicker and faster. Do you feel kind of surreal still to be taking some handouts from guys who out there? Uh, definitely. I mean, just being able – I think I was in high school when he was in college. And once he got drafted, I graduated high school the next year. So to take handoffs from him, knowing that he's an MVP and just knowing what he did at this level at his second year, it's surreal. How hard does he throw the football? I mean, you've been used a little bit in the pass catching games. What is it like catching pass football? You know them jug machines we be on after practice? <laughs> That's a real-life jug machine. That's Patrick Mahomes. Does this offense kind of fit what you like to do? It seems like you're going to be catching a lot of the backfields in that screen game. Just how does it mesh with what you feel comfortable with? Definitely. I mean, the screen game, the inside zone, the power schemes. It's a lot of what I did in college, but this offense stretches you to be a great running back. I mean, they split you out at the receiver, the slot. Um, it, just, it really stretches you to be a great running back in this offense. Your offensive coordinator, Eric Bannon, is a former running back known for his toughness. What's it been like to work with him so far uh, in camp and at OTAs? He coaches tough. I mean, it's tough love. I mean, he's going to press you to be great. Uh, and it's, he's going to break the game down scientifically for you. I mean, you're going to learn the game of football inside out. And, uh, I mean, he's a great coach. Same thing. What's it been like working with Dylan McCullough? Fired up. Energy. It's energy every day. You talk about if somebody falls asleep in the meeting, they ain't no falling asleep because he always wired up. It's 8 in the morning. He in there yelling, ready to go. And so, uh, Coach DMC, he, he fired up all the time. He's a great coach. Uh, he's coached a lot of great backs at the college level, this level. Uh, and he, he's really – breaking the game down into our turn for us to understand. We got coach the enemy to where it's uh, the scientific side of football and then you break it dumb and down for us as far as the running backs and bring it to our knowledge as a player. So you're having to learn a lot on the fly. Was there anything that you wish you would have known coming in camp? Hmm. Just how to be a pro. I mean, the, the transition to becoming a professional I think it's the hardest thing about becoming a professional. That transition in the middle uh, is not necessarily when you get there and you're already there, it's that transition. No, you're not in college no more. This is not a scholarship, this is an everyday job. When you go from what, eight, seven in the morning to 10 at night, it's an everyday job. Following, following up on that, you know, what's it mean to you, rookie, coming in, and you put that jersey on in the morning for practice? This is everything I work for. Nothing before this really matters now. It's, it's the, the beginning. This is the beginning of the journey. Uh, it, it's a it's a new identity I can create. I mean, they're only going to remember me now from what I did in the NFL, not so much of what I did in college. I only played one year of D1 football. I played all the JUCO. So my name before this really didn't mean anything. I get a chance to prove myself and prove my worth at this level. Do you have a nickname? Just none. They, what is it? D-Train. D-Train. Who do you think has the best nickname out there right now? Cheetah. He's not out there right now. Oh, right now? Right um, now. Nickname, right now. Detroit. Detroit, oh. <laughs> Jug, Pat, Patty Mahomes, what, Mahomes, Mahomes, all of that. Is there any running backs you look at the NFL, like maybe Sproles or somebody like that? Is there any type of future trade copy? Uh, Maurice Jones, Drew, Darren Sproles, Jarek McKinnon, Amir Abdullah. I like the way uh, Marshawn Lynch runs the ball. Since I was a kid, I've been watching Marshawn Lynch. He's been from California, watching Matt Cal. So when he was at the Bills to the Seahawks, um, Adrian Peterson. Just I take a lot of things from different other backs. And Alvin Kamara. I mean, Alvin Kamara. You talk about 
the things he does in the Saints offense where he's spread out, I mean, he would be perfect in his offense just with the things he does in that offense. I mean, that's what you want to grow to be in this offense, the Alvin Kamara type of back. Darren, off the field through social media, it looks like you recently got extensive tattoo work done. Just what does that mean to you? What, what is it up? Um, all my life has been family faith football. I mean, I got my grandparents, my mom, my dad. Uh, when I first fell in love with the game of football, to my first D1 touchdown, uh, my last name, my brother and sister's name, it's family faith football. I mean, all my tattoos have a meaning to me. I also got a train on my shin. Um, so the train tracks is God's plan. Uh, I believe in God heartily. The train is my lifestyle and everything that comes with it. And I'm the conductor of this lifestyle that I'm living. So that's where D train comes from, and uh, it's not really about the way I run the ball; it's how I train to prepare for football. Uh, just how I take it so serious. I mean, my conscience messes with me every day. I can't miss a rep. I gotta go full speed. Somebody is out there ready to take my spot. You get the sense just listening to Darwin Thompson how passionate he is about the game of football and just how much this means to him. Uh, faith, football, family—all three things he highlighted. It just speaks, again, and I said the same thing about Chris Jones previously, it speaks to the character of the type of guy the Chiefs got in Darwin Thompson. And you heard the comparisons. Maurice Jones-Drew, Darren Sproles, Jarek McKinnon, Marshawn Lynch. I feel like if Darwin Thompson can be half of any of those players, he's going to have a successful career for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's an interesting player, and based on his comments, certainly an easy guy to root for. Finally, another guy people are rooting for is tight end Blake Bell. Here is the Wichita product and the Oklahoma Sooner from the podium. How'd it go today? I mean, how's it going now, knowing that the veterans are going to come soon? What are you doing to make the most of your time with the coaches? Uh, it's going well, just kind of getting in and, you know, getting a couple, a few extra days of, of kind of learning the offense and, and things like that. And it's great to, you know, obviously have Travis out here and, and kind of learning from him and, and uh, having him throw his, you know, two cents on details of the routes and and just the offense so uh you know it's been a good two days and, and we want to finish up good yeah uh there's a few people and it's you know coaches or, or players will, will kind of catch on and, and call me that and and then some i have to explain it to them but <laughs> did you explain yeah i was back in uh i think the fans at ou kind of was doing that package a short yardage goal line and uh uh you know it kind of started and we started scoring points and you know i kind of joke around, I might have six plays, but three touchdowns, but it was, it was kind of a good job. Blake, the competition is tied in. How is that going amongst the group so far? It's going good. Uh, I feel like the guys are, you know, we got the whole group here and, and we're all here ready to work. And uh, it's a good group because when we get in the meeting rooms and everything, everyone's learning from each other and, and you know, trying to grasp the offense. And, and we're out here just trying to get better each and every day. We talked to Kelsey yesterday and he said that he prefers to be on the field with you guys instead of on the sideline as a player coach. How much different is it to have him involved? Well, it's awesome because, you know, like you said, if he's out there and he's doing it, you can actually watch and see how he's doing things. And, you know, he's one of the best tight ends in the league. So it's, it's great to have him out there and, and uh, you know, just seeing everything, like I said, just route-wise and what he does and, and just learning from him. You got this question probably quite a bit since you got in the league, but there's three former college quarterbacks in your guys' tight ends room. Just how does it help you see the game and communicate with quarterbacks knowing that you've stepped back there and kind of seen the game from that? Yeah, I think just being back there and you kind of can, you know, just knowing coverages and kind of what the defense does and then, you know, knowing timing-wise, you know, knowing when they got to get the ball out and knowing kind of seeing what they see and, and how they do it. But, uh, you know, obviously being out here with more Pat and the quarterbacks and getting to know each and every one of them and kind of how they like things done. So, 
uh, yeah, like I said, we'll just keep getting better and keep doing things they want to they want us to do. I know you're pretty new too, but John Lovett, just what have you seen from him as he's just starting that transition to playing tight end? How have you seen him kind of things up? Yeah, he's doing a really good job. Uh, and you know, he's kind of one of those that's asked me a couple questions just because I've been there. And you know, I say, man, just keep grinding, and uh, you know, each and every day, just try to get better at something because. You know, at first for me as well, you know, getting your hand down on the ground and blocking six techniques and, and stuff like that's a little different than sitting back there and catching and slinging it around. So, uh, but yeah, he's doing a great job. Give me your team and four years. What do you think you bring to separate you from the other tight ends to try to grab that number two spot? Well, I think I've just, you know, I'm, I'm here to work, whatever I can do to help the team, you know, whatever that is, special teams, um, you know, whatever it is the coaches need me to do. So I think that's. You know, I'm a good teammate, and you know, like I said, I'm just going to come to work each and every day and, and get better and and whatever I can do to help the Chiefs win. Given how tough it is to get a job in the National Football League, just how much of a luxury is it to be part of this wide open competition and battle? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, you know, being in an organization like this and just uh, you know, obviously my uncle played here and everything too, so that, that's been great. And, and family lives close, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm here to battle it out with a great group of guys and, and we're all friends, but you know when we come on the field we're you know we're competing and that makes it fun. You yeah, understand that's the quarterback kinda wants. How would you describe the the adjustment from understanding the, the complex playbook and also getting along with Pat sort of where you started in OTAs to where you guys are now? You're saying as a quarterback? Or? Yeah, as a former quarterback, how, why would you describe the adjustment working with Patrick and Andy and trying to understand what you sort of feel? Well, yeah, I think, you know, it's playing quarterback, it's it's more of a mental, and, and you got to kind of know everyone's position, now tight end. You know, you still do. I mean, you can move around a lot of positions here in this offense, and, and you know, you can't just know one position. you got to know everything on the field. So it's kind of the same in that in that regard, you know, as a quarterback. You kind of have to know everything, and then as a tight end, you have to obviously see coverages and, and know where you're going and, and different things like that. Working, working with Patrick, is there, is there sort of an idea that you had going in mind coming into to this year, and then what's it been like to work with him? Oh, it's been awesome. Uh, you know, uh, Patrick's a great guy, and, and you know, I like what, what I like about him is, you know, he'll just tell you what he wants. You know, if, if, you, if you do something one way and, you know, he doesn't like it, he'll say it, or if he does, he'll say, great job, I like it that way. So it's been... It's been great, you know, working with him and, and just kind of seeing what he likes. Have you been able to feel your chemistry develop from starting in, in OTAs and mini camps now? Can you feel a big difference in, in those times? Yeah, uh, you know, kind of like I said, I'm just each and every day I'm just trying to go out and learn the playbook. You know, we get different different installs and everything. So, um, yeah, it's been great, and uh, I feel like I'm, I'm making progress. But like I said, I'm nowhere near where I want to be and just keep working. Because, because of Mike, were you, did you grow up following the Chiefs? Were you a Chiefs fan? Yeah, we, uh, we used to come to the games all the time since I've been really young. And, uh, you know, I remember having a picture with Tony Gonzalez back when I was young and, and, and everything. But it's it's been great. And obviously, my uncle playing here for so long and, and kind of following him growing up. So uh, it's, it's great to be here, and I'm, and I'm uh, just pumped to be a part of it. What's been your experience so far just getting to know the coaching staff, Coach Melvin, Coach Peony, Coach Reed? Oh, it's it's been great. Uh, you know, everyone's been uh, with Coach Melvin. He's very detailed in his work, which is awesome for me. And just details on just uh, you know uh, hat placement or you know just different routes and things like that. So just learning from him and and in the uh, film room too. It's really awesome being there. Like I said, with Travis talking and and seeing what he sees on the field and Coach Melvin giving his two cents. It's it's been great. Last two, Danny and Matt. You're obviously from Wichita, you know Kansas City, but has your uncle given you any advice about being a chief? Uh, you know he has. He just uh, he tells me it's just a great organization, a great place to be, and obviously close to home here. And, and 
you know, just what a special, special place it is. So uh, he's had a lot of stories and things like that for me. And, and uh, you know, hopefully through this training camp, we'll see him here and, and we'll, uh, we'll get to experience a little bit more. So you heard Blake Bell mention his uncle. You may remember Mike Bell. He played defensive lineman for the Chiefs. A lot of old-time Chiefs fans will probably remember. And now they have someone to pull for in this really, really big, if you're a WWE fan, I called it a Royal Rumble battle for the tight end two position. And I, I liked Bell, especially when he's talking about Kelsey and how Kelsey is guiding some of these young players. We've really watched and have been able to see Kelsey develop from a young kid, a known name behind Anthony Fasano, to a superstar doing dating shows, to an all-pro, consistent veteran leader who guys like Blake Bell look up to. And that's one of the best parts of the game is not only seeing some of these guys develop as football players over the years, but as characters. And Travis Kelsey is no different than that. That wraps up from the podium for Thursday. Leads into Veteran Report Day on Friday, Anthony Sherman Day. Who knows what Anthony Sherman is going to be wearing. He always spices it up for Report Day up in St. Joseph. We'll have you covered with the crazy outfit and the Chris Jones and Tyreek stories at ArrowheadPride.com. My name is Pete Sweeney, and I, I thank you for listening to From the Podium.